Let's talk football now, and that is what we do every single Friday with Phil Moss. Good morning, Mossy. Morning, Ryan. How are you? Very, very well. Good to be Great talking with you. The... Great to hear you in the hot seat. I have to say, the highlight of my week, do you want to know what it is? What is it? He's sitting very close to you. <laughs> Mate, what a stouse that was, Parky. Oh, with the buzz. Mate, wait till this <laughs> Monday. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait and see what happens this Monday when I get him back on the show. Oh, Buzzy Boy. You set, my whole, you set the whole week up. It was just brilliant radio. Yeah, we were um, talking about headline grabbers before. It was Clarkie and Buzz earlier mate. in the week, wasn't it? Oh, Clarkie is the headline grabber. No, I'll put him front page next Monday. Don't worry about that. Bring him in the studio. <laughs> Me and the youngster will have a proper stink. Me and Buzz. <laughs> hey, uh, let's talk football, Mossy. Um, before we get on to the Socceroos, just want to talk about Ange, Postacoglu and Celtic drawing... One all against Shakhtar Donetsk. They went up early in that game, albeit an own goal, but got away with a one-all draw. So their Champions League campaign, what's your thoughts? Good, good. Uh, I have to say, I know you know the results uh, probably suggest otherwise uh, against Real Madrid and uh, and then Shakhtar, as you said. They, they, prob- they should have closed that game out against Shakhtar. Um, that, that'll be burning Ange, no doubt. But uh, against Real Madrid... At Celtic Park, they were very good for the first hour until until Real Madrid got their first goal. And that's got to be promising. Like, against a side like Real Madrid, um, 14 times winners. Um, and then Shakhtar, they had the chances to close it out, didn't. But Ange's comments after the game, I think, are spot on. The, the, the results will come if they keep playing that way in Europe against the, the big clubs and Shakhtar, and they were near uh, Real Madrid, of course. But, um, you know, for Celtic's first... Foray back into the Champions League, first foray for Ange and, and Harry Kill standing next to him. Mm. Um, I think they've shown some really good signs. Uh, Mossy, before we talk Socceroos, I just want to talk to you a bit about Dwight York and what he's done for MacArthur. And I know you're a huge believer in as many uh, Aussie coaches getting opportunities as possible, but is this is this doing what what I guess you and a lot of people have said you know being able to bring whether it is overseas players international players or coaches to Australia is this are, are we seeing the benefit of this look time will tell in the a league Clarky, but yeah. the early signs are very good mate like you know the, awesome. the way you set uh, the all stars team out against barcelona yep. the performance in that game Albeit a friendly was was exceptional. I've I've had some contact with Dwight since he's arrived. He's very keen to get involved with the coaches association and the game at a broader level, and just MacArthur, which I think is is fantastic. Um, he brings a wealth of experience under as a player under some incredible managers, uh, none more so than Sir Alex Ferguson. Um, so so there's no doubt with a mindset like his, he will add to the game, and the game here needs big names. There's there's we can't shy away from that, whether they're in a playing shirt or in the technical area. Um, what I, I guess what I stand by is, is we've got some excellent coaches here in Australia and uh, I, I don't like seeing foreigners take the positions of local coaches when they're, when they're good enough or if they don't come to Australia and, and add more to the game than what was here before they arrived. And, and I think the early signs with Dwight are very, very good. I want to mention two players out of that game the other night. Um, Mossy Daniel Azani, um, where's he at with his career at the moment? And do you know much about this thirteen-year-old, thirteen-year-old goalkeeper from the Oakley Cannons who came on as a substitute? <laughs> well, let's go back to front. First of all, a thirteen-year-old goalkeeper. What, what a great moment! The coach Chris Taylor, who I know, uh, you know, he's 
the game was gone, obviously, and uh, you know he wanted to uh, to give this kid a moment in his life he'll never forget. Knowing Chris, he wouldn't have given it to him if he wasn't good enough, albeit that he probably wasn't physically ready for that level. But um, I think all the players uh, read the script and uh, and made sure that he was he was. So what's okay. that say about this kid then, Mossy? Is he just going to be an out and out superstar? I mean. 13. But he looks every bit he of He does thir- look every bit he, of You 13. know what, he looks seven. Yeah, but he mate, looks so I, tiny. When I first, first saw it, I thought it might have been someone had yeah, a you, charity or, yeah, or you or, won it. Yeah, you won it yeah, or, or, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. But then I didn't realise that. Yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 No, look, I don't know too much about it, but, but I do know Chris Taylor as a coach, and uh, he wouldn't have done it if he didn't have good reasons for it. And, uh, you know, that points to me to to the kid. Um, you know, they've got a lot of belief in him as, as a future future star. So um, it was a great moment, and it puts the Australia Cup up in lights as well um, around the world, which uh, which I think is a great promotion for the for the competition. But going back to Daniel Arzani, was um, keen eye you've got because this guy is back uh, on the rise, and uh, it could be just in time for the World Cup. His career went completely off the rails, uh, signed with Melbourne City, Manchester City owned his uh, contract and they loaned him out to Celtic, um, which was a disaster. He did his ACL in the first week or first game that he played for them and um, he really hasn't been cited since, but he's fit, he's firing, he's playing around players like De Villa, De Silva, under Dwight York. He's, he's already said that Dwight has got him in the, the, the greatest shape mentally and physically um, in the last five years. So um, it all goes well. And Graham Arnold, uh, you know, he, he'll be watching Daniel Arzani with a really keen eye. What Daniel has to do is prove he can play 90 minutes week in, week out, perform at a top level. And he's got, I think, five games in the, in the A-League uh, to force his way into that uh, squad for Qatar. Just on Arnie, what did you make of his um, announcement of the extended squad for the New Zealand series? A lot of youth and enthusiasm. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, I, th- I think it's got a good balance. There's 31 players that have got their final chance to press for that squad. Um, the one notable omission, um, which was expected, of course, was Tom Rogic, who's uh, just signed with West Brom Albion. Um, we, we had the scoop for you on Monday, Loz, didn't we? You did, Bossy. In the championship. I couldn't name the club at that stage. It came out 24 hours later, but um, that's good news. And I, I know that Arnie and Tom have had a clear the air conversation um, that went well. Um, where it goes from here, only, only Tom Rogic's fitness and form will dictate that. At the end of the day, you're going to a World Cup. Um, there'll be a lot of work that needs to happen behind the scenes with regards to culture and probably rebuilding some relationships that not not have been burnt, but certainly uh, tested uh, by Tom's uh, late withdrawal from the last two qualifiers. But at the end of the day, at a World Cup, you need your best players at the peak of their powers to uh, to go deeper into the tournament. Mossy Premier League this weekend, um, Saturday night, the fixtures, the first of them, um, Aston Villa take on Southampton, then Nottingham take on Fulham. But let's get your multi. What are you most keen on in the Premier League this weekend? Yeah, well, there's three three postponed games: Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester United, Leeds, and Brighton, Crystal Palace. Um, so uh, the games I've gone for, Ryan, I'm going for Villa to get over Southampton at home, into Manchester City to beat Wolves away, into Newcastle to beat Bournemouth at home, and Arsenal to beat Brentford at home. 
Sorry, just I'm, I, I, Jared Middleton must be much quicker than me because <laughs> I, I listen to the show and he, he gets it straight up, straight away. I've got West Ham winners. I've got Aston Villa winners. Who else was there? No, 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 not West Ham. So let's go Villa, Man City, Newcastle, Arsenal. Man City. Oh, goodness me. There's 20,000 games to get through here. <laughs> Aston Villa, Man City. Newcastle, Arsenal. Newcastle. And Arsenal, he's very good at this, Mido. We've got to give him credit for this. All right, so I've got Aston Villa over Leeds, Man City over Man United, Newcastle over Fulham, and Arsenal over Tottenham. 15, did I get that wrong? uh, Yeah, that's the wrong round. But anyway, it's it's all good as long as everyone writes down Villa, Man City, Newcastle, (laughs) Arsenal. Okay, I've got the wrong round. It's around the $6 mark. Let Let me... Delete that one. It's not going to beat you, Fields, or is it? No. You, no, you got to no I, I can see it. you working hard on that laptop. He wants it. You want to give it out. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Anyway. Because Mido does um, it. Yeah, don't, no. don't worry no about No way is Mido doing something Mido. I can't do. <laughs> no way don't am I letting Mido Don't worry about me trying that. to fossick around for <laughs> the odds. Um, <laughs> listen listen to Mossy, and uh, if you miss it, you can listen to it on the uh, the podcast. Anyway, uh, Mossy, always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for joining us, and have a great weekend. Good on you guys. Take care.